Hello and welcome to Pokesports, a competitive Pokemon podcast. I'm Mike and I still, after a whole week, play with one mask on my face. I'm Kevin. Hi. Wow. How many masks do you play with on your face? Listen, I was gonna literally have a mask related quote. You can still do it. No. Oh. I, I have to be original. I was gonna be like, hey, Cap, Cap, I play with one Oonga Poonga on the field. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> interesting uh way of going about that <laughs> hey, welcome to Pokey sports it's a fun time that we're gonna have over here because we're talking all things teal mask uh we're getting into a bunch of tournaments that are going on we're getting into a bunch of tournaments that are going on and we're getting into a bunch of tournaments that are going on plus Thanks, mike yeah Plus, we're going to get into some Gen 4 starters. We're going to get into the Ogre Clan. We're going to talk about our thoughts on the Teal Mask. And of course, we are going to get into the Q&A that uh, we have been oh so uh, much neglecting over the past couple of weeks. Not on purpose. Not on purpose. There have been so many things to talk about with this DLC. Uh, with that being said, it's been a whole, like, what, week of playing around with the DLC. Uh, what do you think? It's all right. I, I do. I, I do find it hard to um, find things to do once you've done it all. I'm still completing my Pokedex. I haven't actually finished mostly because there are version exclusives and I just haven't gone around to doing those. OK, <laughs> <laughs> just haven't gone around to finding a friend to trade with. I'm just like, hey, whatever. I'm just going to do these later. Yeah, you don't it actually get anything, though. You just get a little diploma. Like, if they're going to give me, like, a, I don't know, exclusive Ogre Pond form where it's just Hearth Flame Ogre Pond, but purple, I would maybe be mm. enticed to do it, but I'm just not. Oh, like, if you gave me a shiny Ogre Pond, I'd be into that. Yeah. Give Ogre Pond a brother. Broger <laughs> Pond. I found Broger Pond! <laughs> wow! <laughs> do you know that uh, Ogre Pond has 100% female chance? Is that right? A female. Yeah. Oh, okay. They made a girl boss. I appreciate that game freak. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah, it, it's been interesting playing through playing through the teal mask. I think uh, there's a lot more than what people initially thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, playing through it the first time, just kind of blitzing through it. I, I believe I got through the whole thing in I want to say three or four hours. Doesn't actually take a, a heck of a long time to complete, but there are all of these subtle mini side quests in there. Uh, you said Ogre Clan. I yeah. I didn't experience that. What is that? Is that so, something I can go do right now? Yeah. All around okay, Kitakami. So I haven't finished, clearly. Okay. No worries. All around <laughs> Kitakami, there, is, there are uh, these trainers wearing Ogre, uh, Ogre Pond masks. I thought they were just NPCs. They are not. They are members of the ogre clan. And upon ah. beating them. Upon? Up, mm, upon <laughs> beating them. <laughs> sorry, ogre I just lost all of, my, <laughs> all of my breath in that one. You, you, you broke me. Uh, you get a bunch, of, a bunch of competitive items. These guys actually oh. set you up for competitive play. Whoa. Here. Game Freak helping? 
I've, I've got this for you. There are eight different uh, Ogre Clan trainers. Each one uses a different type of Pokemon. Uh, typically, they're level 75 to 77 and have four Pokemon, unless you're me and you go in with a bunch of level 22s and then everything is level 22 until they're not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you defeat the first one, you go and get a Focus Sash. They just oh. they hook you right up. Give you a Focus Sash right away. Okay. Yep. That's if actually pretty interesting. If you beat two of them, they give you five EXP candy XLs. Okay. Yeah. Three ogre clans defeated. That's an assault vest for you. Okay. Give it yep. to your okie dogie. Move on. Four ogre clan uh, people defeated. That's 10 rare candies. Okay. Give them to everybody. Move on. Give them to everybody. <laughs> five <laughs> members defeated. That's choice specs. Okay. Give it to you. Chief. You move on. <laughs> Uh, six ogre clans defeated. That's three ability capsules. Give them to all the Sinnoh starters. Move yep. on. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, all right. Seven ogre clans defeated. That's a choice band for you. Okay. Give it to nobody. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're not going to give it to you. Dragonite. Move on. Give it to you. Dragonite. Move on. Uh, final ogre clan defeated. You get an ability patch. I was going to guess choice scarf, but oh no, but there's okay. no room for that here. Ability patch, ability patch, which is arguably way Better. rare, way rare. Oh, wait, you should give that to your Sinnoh starters. Yeah, that's, that's the, the one you want to give. Yeah. Don't give your Sinnoh starters, Sinnoh starters, Sinnoh starters, ability capsules. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just don't. Uh, so that's the ogre clan. Neat. Yeah. Also, there's that whole thing you can do. Uh, guys, sorry, spoilers. Uh, you had a week. Uh, but there's that whole thing you do with Nimona's parents, right? The billionaire or an owner and billion. Yeah, I haven't billion. done that yet. Tell me. I tell can't me about find them. Is. No, I don't know what it is either. Billy I can't find them. Owner are the names of the two people in the teal mask. Well, let's read this here. Billy and Oner, as you go through the Kitakami region, you'll find a pair of unusual characters. Billy and his beloved Oner. Billionaire. Uh, these two are members of the Glitterati, a wealthy group, and are exploring the world. As you encounter them, they call you a commoner. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the Illuminati is calling us a commoners? Glitteramen. <laughs> the Glitterati. There's no way they, d they didn't do that on purpose. Of course they did that on purpose. <laughs> rich will, billionaires are part of the Illuminati. Continue. Got it. They'll routinely lavish you with riches for talking to them and defeating them. Uh, how many encounters do you have with them? I'm seeing seven, seven encounters. Also oh, a battle fetch quest with a, a lot of money. Quest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Yeah. They have uh, yellow text, uh, yellow, yellow bubbles with uh, black text uh, as you go and find them in the wild. And uh, they give you a bunch of money every time you defeat them. So, you know, go in with your with your paydays and your uh, uh, what amulet coins and all that if you really mm. need the money. But the major thing or just sell all the items that you got from the ogre clan. <laughs> you can do that. The major thing that you're getting out of all this is a big nugget and Ooh. a glitterati case. What does that do? A big nugget. Or the Glitterati case? Uh, the one that I don't, don't know what it does. Yeah. <laughs> the one that wasn't here since generation one. Oh, okay. So the big nugget, the big nugget is a big ball. You sell that and you get a lot of money. Uh, the Glitterati case is a Rotom phone case. Oh, 
Yeah. You used okay, come on. You used to care so much about the Rotom phone uh cases. Don't give me I that. will say this. Have you noticed that they actually changed the Pokedex after the DLC to match the Rotom phone case? Yeah, they made a big deal about that. You can do that in multiple places. One mm-hmm. with the guy who gives you the app to do it, and then one at the home base when you go in and talk to the nurse joy over at the over the counter. I don't even think it's a nurse joy. <laughs> Nurse Joyce. <laughs> yeah. But they keep giving me the option to turn it off. I'm like, why, do why would I turn it off? Yeah. Why would I care? Why the other would I thing, care? There's so many. If you, I know you haven't, but if you go back to the actual map and revisit um, the clothing shops, they've added so much stuff. Nah, man, I never look back. It's okay. But they've added so much stuff. Like I've been, they added hairstyles. Like, Dude, it's it's wild. There's like an undercut now. There's like a big sideways whoosh that you can do. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, Now, then one other thing is you have the ability now to get a Sinnoh starter in the teal mask. Oh, yeah. Talk to Jacques. You have to talk to Jacques in the grass right near a tree a bit from the main path in not sure where. You could save before if you want to reset for him. And yes, it's random. He only gives you one, which kind of sucks. I got a Turtwig. It's, I didn't save before. It's random between Turtwig, Chimchar, and Pimpla, uh, yeah. Pimpla? Unfortunately, yes. But you can oh. save before talking to him, and you can reset for it if you'd like, because it is a random chance each time. After arriving to Kitakami, you'll be ushered into the Welcome Center. Complete the series of tasks until you're paired with Kieran to find the signposts. From oh, yes. that point, you're pretty much free to explore. Uh, head east out of town and cross the bridge that way. East is to the right if you're facing the Welcome Center. Thank you, Thanks. Internet. Wow. You'll see Jacques standing in the grass to the right near a tree, a bit from the main path. I don't know how I missed this, but I did. <laughs> no, I, I, I know exactly how end. I missed this. Because I, I fully I explained this last week, that I feel like Coridon broke this game for me. Yeah, too much mobility. I had too much mobility. I jumped up. And toward the direction of the of the destination I was supposed to go to. Mike was like, oh, there's a little uh, there's a little flag that tells me where I need to go. Let me climb this mountain. (laughs) I could take the path, but I'm going to climb the mountain. I jump and I go in that direction. And if I hit a wall, I climb it. (laughs) And that's it. And then a cutscene starts and oh. I guess I'm here now back to where you should be. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Coridon just like gently uh, drifts down to the ground where it lands. So the cutscene can begin. But yeah, so you can go and get yourself a, uh, a Sinnoh starter. And honestly, honestly, I want to talk about those Sinnoh starters because they're pretty good in this generation. Did you, did you get your starter yet? If so, which one did you get? I haven't gotten my starter yet, no. Oh, you're still holding off on it? I haven't found it. I haven't looked for it. Oh, okay, fair. What were we talking about first, Torterra? Well, yeah, let's let's talk about Torterra, because that's, 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 uh, that's the one you got. That's coming out on the YouTube channel today, actually, if you want to go to, not today, sorry, tomorrow. Uh, if you want to go to YouTube.com slash Pokesports, uh, I've got a Torterra video coming out, so we can talk all about that. see. In Generation 9... Uh, this is the first time that we have received Torterra in a few generations. 
Not exactly true, I guess. I feel like it's been a while. Yeah. It's been it a while. Feels, it's gotten a lot of buffs this time around, though. We haven't seen them in a mainline game since Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we got them in BDSP. We got them in Legends Arceus. But uh, in Scarlet and Violet, this is the first time that we've had that. And it's got a new move. It's got it's- Shell Smash. Yeah, it's got two new moves, actually. But yeah, let's talk about Shell Smash first, because Shell Smash is kind of crazy for this Pokemon. So Torterra typically had the problem of not being that great because its stats were very well rounded off and it was very slow. Yes. Shell Smash allows it to get into a speed tier that it actually is comfortable in. And with Shell Smash, like you can do some serious damage because you have base 109 attack. Yeah. Yeah, you have base 56 speed, which, you know, double that with the shell smash and you're setting up at what's that 112. That's huge. That's huge. That's mm-hmm. really close can, to a lot of good Pokemon. And then again, we, we say this about every Pokemon that gets introduced. They used to have a very bad typing grass and ground. You can now just terrestrialize away from your four times ice weakness, go into a fire type. You can't get burned. No one's going to EQ a grass type anyway, so you'll be right. safe there. Also, Shell Armor is a really good ability with all the Urshifus running around. Yep. It's never a problem not to get crit. I, um, and I didn't notice this before. It gets Headlong Rush now. So was Another that Pokemon the second rush. Was that the second new move you were talking about? Yeah, Headlong Rush. Ah. Headlong Rush is exclusive to... It was exclusive to Ursula. They gave it to Hariyama and Great Tusk in... Scarlet and Violet, and now Torterra also gets it. Only four Pokemon have this move. Wow. Technically five because Blood Moon Ursaluna is included in that, but... It's a form. Hey, it's, <laughs> it's a form. It's still an Ursaluna. Yeah, and Headlong Rush is actually super relevant on, on Torterra. You might still want to pop on an Earthquake and then just have a, a Tornadus sitting beside it, but uh, Headlong Rush is certainly, certainly a good power move uh for your for your torterra to use stab too scary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh of course if you do need a uh move to round that out remember it does still get stealth rock and uh rock slide uh mm-hmm. i used a torterra that could terrestrialize rock in order to to use uh those with some extra stab but with all the urshifus running around i feel like uh something that can resist water uh, might be might be better better suited on Torterra. I've also seen uh, loaded dice bullet seed Torterra on the ladder yes. too. That's terrifying. You just go for the shell smash, and then you're super speedy, and then just hit him with the bullet <laughs> seed. <laughs> <laughs> What's no? Next? It's great, and I mean, plus no, no, no. Torterra is next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> plus, if you have shell smash, like you can kind of run it as a mixed attacker if you really want. Cause you do get the special attack boost too, you know, like, ah, uh, yes. Friends, 150 friend. base, uh, special attack. Not bad. Is that really the only special attack that no, it, no, it gets plenty? It gets leaf storm, solar beam. It gets all the grass things. Yeah. Okay. Eh, yeah, it doesn't get a lot of good special. moves. <laughs> Let's talk about infernape. Yes. Uh, Infer- Are you sure this time? I am pretty sure. Okay. Let's talk about Infernape. Uh, if you don't remember, because the last time you played with Infernape, it was like you were a baby. Um, 
<laughs> it has two abilities, Blaze and Iron Fist. You almost always want to be using Iron Fist on Infernape. Uh, and it gets a new move as well. Mm-hmm. The only sad thing is that the new move isn't Iron Fist boosted. So No. Big sad about that. But it gets Raging Fury now, which is pretty much Fire-type Outrage. Formerly only exclusive to Arcanine and Hisuian Arcanine. But now Infernape joins the party. Neat. Welcome, yeah. Infernape. So we were having a quick conversation about this before the podcast. It's just because Infernape already <clears throat> gets a 120 base fire move in Flare Blitz. Yeah. Uh, the the distinction of which one to actually put on Infernape is, is kind of tough. Uh I'm not, I'm honestly not sure if I would rather have a fire type outrage or if I'd rather have something that deals damage to me. So the thing with that kind of maybe lean towards a raging fist, mm-hmm. a raging fury is the fact that most infernapes go focus ash because it's HP and defenses are in the seventies. Right. So flare blitz has recoil. So you lose focus ash if you go for the flare blitz. Yeah. So you can go for raging fury instead do that damage but the issue now is that iron fist doesn't boost raging fury but neither did flare blitz for what it's worth i don't think uh iron fist boosts anything past 120 yeah because that'd be crazy yeah that that would be nuts uh so I th- it's I think almost like blaze wouldn't be awful either if you're running focus Blaze might it, not be me. awful yeah, yeah that's true Wow, that's very you get a 50% true. Fifty percent boost on the Raging Fury if you're one HP mm-hmm. might be worth it. In Tailwind, you might want to use something like a Close Combat followed by a Raging Fury. Like yeah. Infernape's an interesting one because that one deals with Heatran pretty well. So if you have, mm-hmm. uh, if if you're in a situation where like a Heatran is coming out and you can expect that, uh, hitting a Close Combat instead of a Raging Fury is is definitely an an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe it'll be see, it'll see some actual play. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the one I've seen the less of, the least of on ladder though. I have Feels like the ugly cousin. I have heard that if you do want to get some kind of mixed attack in there, because remember that Infernape does have equal attack and special mm-hmm. attack at 104. Uh it does also get vacuum wave right now, oh, which fun. is the only well, not the only, but it is a uh, plus one priority special fighting move. Yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to check, actually, does Vacuum Wave? No, it doesn't. Vacuum Wave does not get boosted by Iron Fist. Unfortunately, no. It's a very slim list of things that get boosted by Iron Fist. It is, isn't it? I think uh, Wicked Blow, Surging Strikes, Thunder Punch, Sky Uppercut, Shadow Punch, Power Punch, Plasma Fists. Meteor Mash, Mega Punch, Mock Punch, Ice Punch, Ice Hammer, Hammer Arm, Focus Punch, Fire Punch, Dynamic Punch, Drain Punch, Double Iron Bash, Dizzy mm-hmm. Punch, Comet Punch, and Bullet Punch. Yeah. All right. So if it has the word punch, strike, or blow, it works. Or hammer. Wait, Headlong Rush. Headlong no. Rush is in this. Is it? Yeah. I don't see it on my list. It's in the, it's in the second. It's with uh, Jet Punch, Meteor Mash, and Plasma Fist and stuff. Oh. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. That's a 120 power move there. Why would that be in that? Maybe Bulbapedia is is off. I don't know. 
Now I'm not trusting Bulbapedia. Because <laughs> I'm like, headlong rush isn't a punch. It's not headlong punch. Headlong lunch. Headlong lunch. That's what, <laughs> that's me every day at 12 o'clock. Let's talk headlong about Napoleon. Let's talk about Napoleon. Hey, uh, competitive baby. We've already talked about Napoleon and how great it, great it is because now it gets uh, competitive. Uh, yeah, competitive instead of defiant, which is awesome. Uh, opposite special attack, which is the relevant one here. Uh, it gets wave crashed. Yeah, they added wave crash. I guess if you want to use a physical one, but they now got rid of the t- reason. Yeah, yeah they right. Got rid of the reason we'd want to use a physical one. Too little, too late. <laughs> yeah, wave crash would have been nice in Generation Four. Uh, but it's interesting. I, I do like that they gave the four Sinnoh starters, um, formerly exclusive moves from Pokemon that were in ancient. Sinnoh in Hisui. They gave oh. this is Basculegion's former signature move. They gave it to Empoleon. They gave Arcanine's former signature move to Infernape and then um Ursaluna's former signature to Torterra. Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. I like that. I didn't realize that. Uh and then in in more uh too little too late news, they gave Empoleon flip turn. <laughs> Which is like yeah, <laughs> great, thank you. <laughs> no, Here's no competitive. Defiant. Also, a bunch of physical attacks. Okay, yeah. thank you. <laughs> now, mind you, uh, Empoleon does also get vacuum wave. Hold on, we skipped steel beam. It also gets steel beam now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. that's pretty good, huh? Yeah, cut half your HP to do a gajillion damage. Worth. When do I ever want to do that? <laughs> Never. Just use flash cannon. Just use two flash cannons and keep all your health. Just use two flash cannons and keep all of your health. Yeah. Welcome to Empoleon. I have you faced it yet? No, I have not. I I, people have not been using it on me. I've played it, but for some reason, everyone knows about it, so they don't just they just don't switch intimidate to it. So competitive is it has a weird a weird thing about it. It can either be the world's greatest ability or the world's worst ability that never gets procced. Mm-hmm. It's not like Intimidate that you f- you have control over the proc. Competitive, it's like, oh, you got to hope your opponent's a little dumb, and then it's really good. So it, it's, it's that weird little... Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, hoping that the opponent is really dumb isn't... A little it, dumb. A little <laughs> dumb. Is an interesting way to play for me because <laughs> I... And I've been getting comments about this on YouTube recently where like, because I'm full stream of consciousness when I'm, uh, when I'm making a YouTube video, I'm, I'm speaking entirely like all of my thoughts. I don't, I do not filter what I say. I just go out and say it. And because of that, I think a lot of people are like, Oh wow. Your opponent's really dumb for not doing this. And I'm like, I don't know if the opponent's really dumb. It's just, I, I, uh, verbal verbal diarrhea all of the stuff that I want to say of like what the opponent can do for this to be a bad situation for them what the opponent can do for this to be a good situation for them and then when they do the bad thing it's like well it's not their fault they just were not thinking in the same way that I was it's also very easy to judge someone when you're not the one playing what they're right. doing it's like you can go ahead and say this football player is so bad. He's so bad at this game. How could he miss that pass? But like you could not do any better. 
He's no. been rehearsing this and practicing this. Did he fumble? Yeah, it happens. It's it's wild. Like, yeah. I have seen videos of my perspective of a battle, and I've seen videos of other people's perspective of the same battle. And in those other people's uh, battles, I could not recognize the plays that I was making. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, why would I do that? I don't know why I would do that because I'm not sitting in that situation and thinking mm-hmm. through it at the time. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's let's move on. Those are Empoleon, Infernape, and Torterra. They're both, they're all, you know, quite decent Pokemon. They're they're usable, at the very least. Um, things aren't going to get chaotic in competitive Pokemon until legendaries are let in. And mm-hmm. at that point, that's that's going to be a little scary. Oh, yeah. Not looking forward to it. Yeah. Until thankfully, then, have extended, fun with your starters. They extended Reg E, thankfully, for a little bit longer. So we can just avoid that reality a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it's the Indigo disc, which is really going to throw a wrench in, <laughs> and you know in what? most of competitive play. And since coming back with them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're going back to Sword and Shield in a couple. Whenever that DLC drops, we're going back to Sword yeah. and Shield. I, I mean, I do like Paldea. I so for now. do wonder how terrestrialization is going to affect uh, Infernape. Not Infernape. Uh, Incineroar. Oh, you're telling me I can make my Incineroar water type? Great. Uh, that, but like also <laughs> the things that it can that it can deal with. You know, like mm-hmm. they've created things to deal with Incineroar, right? Like, yeah, I mean, they have, I, don't I think know. so. Ursaluna, for example, sure. special Ursaluna now. <laughs> like, okay. Oh man. I was looking up blood moon the other day, uh, for Ursaluna specifically. And it is, it's a nasty move, man. You told me about this oh, last yeah. week and it blew my mind. Then it blew my mind again when I looked it up the other day. Cause I've, I went up against this Ursa Luna, went Terra, uh, Terra normal blood moon just exploded me. Mm-hmm. It's just too completely much. exploded me. And you can hit ghost types with it. Yes. Yes. And that care. was the, that was the big thing is like, Oh my God. Okay. Well, I have a, I have a, a Sinistra out. At least I'll be able to survive that blood moon. Boom. <laughs> nope. Destroyed. Uh, there's a new Terra Raid battle event coming into the game. Uh, you can go and get a Slitherwing. Most, most random. Slitherwing or an Iron Moth <laughs> appearing between September 22nd and September 24th in five star Terra Raid battles. I'm not sure why. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Me either. Well, they go s- get them. <laughs> yeah. They say that uh, Slitherwing is exclusive to Pokemon Scarlet and Iron Moth is exclusive to Pokemon Violet. That, I believe, just means that, like, only Scarlet can find uh, Slitherwing. Like, you can join a Slitherwing or an Iron Moth uh, game if you're in Scarlet guess- or Violet because you get yeah. both of them. I guess this does open the opportunity of Scarlet players with no friends to get Iron Moth and Violet players with no friends to get Slitherwing. I suppose. They, they could just join random raids online and be like, oh, look, now they get the chance to have it. Fine. Mm. I get it. Neat. 
Also, did you know Mind's Eye ignores evasiveness too? Like oh, really? all of Ursaluna Blood Moon's abilities ignore evasiveness. That's nuts. That is wild. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's Ursaluna. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we've got a bunch of um, limitless tournaments. Yes. You shared with me. Everyone's playing Reg E, baby. There's a funny thing about these limitless, limitless tournaments. Yeah. And that's that a lot of them are being won by like not a Reg E team, which is kind of sad because you want to see Red, like new Pokemon do well. But there's like a popular team that's going around that Conkledonk is actually winning a lot of tournaments with um, from our friends over at the Chilling Nate podcast. Rocking just Chen Pao Dragonite. Dondozo Tatsugiri, Fluttermane Chiyu. Oh, no. Three different leads, three different strats, and it works. (laughs) I mean, it's so good. Mike is so sleepy. I'm so sleepy because of it. I'm so sleepy because of that. That's Dragonite and Shen Pao, the Dondozo Giri, and and just Chiyu Fluttermane. That's... That's all and, you need. That's all and you these need. are tours with a lot of players. 79 sure. players in this tour. Conkodonk went nine and two yeah. with that. That's nuts. Uh, this isn't the wide league Saturday night rumble number 21 uh, that we're talking about. There was also the mouse tour weekly uh, where calking numbers won eight to one, uh, bringing in a Landorus, Rollaboom, Hisui, and Arcanine, Fluttermane, Urshifu, and Ogre Pond. This so that one's a little bit pond, more yeah. red. <laughs> Regulation E. Mm-hmm. So I like that. This one tastes a little different. <laughs> also, it's technically not Regulation E. This is a Regulation D team because Ogre Pond is allowed. D.5. It's D.5. Yeah. Regulation exactly. D.5. <laughs> and then Pokevolt Club Weekly, another Regulation D team one. It's a regular Basque Legion Tornadus Rain thing one. But I mean, it's worth mentioning that the second place teams are pretty interesting. In the wide lead league, the second place team, Alex Lanon, VGC, brought a Como O. Oh. Yeah, Como O with Okie Dogie and also Ogre Pond. Oh, wow. And if you're wondering to yourself, what kind of a build does one run on a Como O right now? Well, that's a throat spray uh, with bulletproof is the ability, flash cannon, clanging scales, clangorous soul, and protect. Those are two moves that I have not heard of for a while. Yep. Was he running throat spray, you said? Yeah. Yeah, throat spray actually procs off of clangorous soul. Clangorous soul gives you an omni boost at the cost of 33% of your HP. So yep. it's an on- omni boost with a plus two in attack, in special attack instead of the plus one. So it's actually legitimate. With the Steel Terra type now, you can just not care about fairy types like Como used to actually care about. It's Terrestrialization is like the perfect situation for Como. Not to mention Como gets three very good abilities. Get things like Overcoat, Bulletproof, and Soundproof. And I believe Bulletproof protects you against... I want to say... Yes. You're a lot welcome. of things, actually. Shadow Ball, Sludge Bomb, Bullet Seed, Horse Sphere, Jar Ball. and Puff. Yes. Or a Sphere. 
Zap Cannon. Mike's just word vomiting now. <laughs> Syrup Bomb. Searing Shot. Rock Wrecker. Bowser Jr. <laughs> See, that's Como now. Yeah, that's interesting. That was in the wide league. Let's look at uh, Mouse Tour. In second, we had Fluttermane, Shiyu, Ogre Pond, Landers, Therian, Iron Hands, and Amoongus, uh, which is kind of what I expected the meta to look like for, for a long while, mm-hmm. uh, at least for Regulation D. Uh, <laughs> that's just what that's going to be. Yeah, this team's actually running a follow me version of a water type Ogre Pond. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Water Pond. Yeah. And it looks like so was the first place team. Okay, maybe Water Pond is meta. Two teams, first and second, both running follow me water ponds. Maybe a tanky version is the way to play. I don't know. I've been going full offense and one shotting things, but hey. Full offensive meaning Earth Flame or full offensive meaning Teal Mask? With any of them. Oh. All, any and all of them, I go full offense. Ooh. Oh, goodness. I just saw an Ogre Pond team in fourth place by Char Charm Offense running Razor Claw with Ivy Cudgel on a regular Teal Mask Ogre Pond. That sounds terrifying. What's the chance of that? Is it like a 50% chance to crit then? Uh, With oh. Ivy Cudgel? Yeah. Ivy Cudgel is one, it goes from one, what is Ivy Cudgel? What is Ivy Cudgel has a plus one to crit, right? And then the Razor Claw will give it plus two to crit. What is a plus two to crit? What? Razor Claw gives a plus two to crit? No, it'll give it another plus one on top of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus two is 50%. So every other one will crit? Theoretically. Uh, In theory, yes. In theory. (laughs) I've seen a bunch of ogre ponds going with follow me and spiky shield. Yeah, that's what it feels like on a water pond, right? Yeah. No, yeah. actually, I'm seeing a I'm seeing a life orb one. So that life has to be a teal mask guy. Yeah, exactly. Ivy cudgel knockoff follow me spiky shield. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Plus two to crit was just fifty percent in this generation. They yeah. just changed it. Oh, okay. It's Fancy. really good. <laughs> Maybe I should do that one. Oh, well, and that's why Sneasler is pretty interesting, right? Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can make that thing crit often. Other than that, not so many other new Pokemon getting seen in these tours. I mean, I'm seeing some Alolan Ninetales. I'm seeing some Empoleon. I'm seeing a lot of Ogre Ponds. One Snorlax for some reason, Brave Soul. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's the meta so far. I think it's early. If, I, if I were to give like a blanket statement about the meta right now is that you need to actively watch out for Alolan Ninetales. Because if you are caught without uh, a way to change the weather, you are going to get Aurora Veiled. If you mm-hmm. are caught without a way to taunt, you are going to get Aurora Veiled. Like Alola Ninetales is super fast. And if it sets up an Aurora Veil, that is two turns worth of screens uh, rolled up into one. Yeah, it's terrifying. Yeah. Grassy Glide's still very good, by the way. I know we had doubts about Grassy Glide since they lowered its base power from 
70 to 55. Yeah. I still think it's a must-have on Rilla. I still think just that priority move plus the terrain boost plus Rilla Boom's base 120 attack is just ridiculous. So mm-hmm. it got nerfed. It's still very good. It's hard to feel. It's yeah, hard yeah. to feel that 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 difference. Yeah. You still two hit KO Fluttermane, and Fluttermane can't two KO you in return. So it's right. it's fine. It's, it's still great. And those are tournaments. All right. Uh, shall we move on to Q and A? Oh yeah, questions and answers. That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Last week uh, we asked, "Did you enjoy the DLC? What do you nope. think about the new Pokemon?" JK. So here we are. Uh, Ply said, did you just say JK? I said no, and then JK. <laughs> Audibly. You're just an adult JK. male. <laughs> <laughs> JK. <laughs> Ply says, I enjoyed it, but the Pokemon reintroduced is a bit lackluster, uh, but they were fine to play uh, with throughout the DLC story. Hmm. Uh, I can honestly kind of get behind that. Um, Mostly because, as you can see, we play, we just went over a bunch of teams in a new regulation, and not a lot of the Pokemon changed except for the legendaries introduced. Yeah. So they added 100. It doesn't feel like they did, though. I think that if people are going into tournaments right now, they're not going to be experimenting too much with stuff as long as there is prizing. Uh, you you want to go with the tried and true things. The people who are going to practice the most, the quickest are going mm-hmm. to win more. And right now that means just playing what playing with what you already know and then slapping an ogre pond on it because you know that ogre pond is like amazing. Yeah, fair. Uh, cool hand XG says slowly working through it, uh, between Starfield sessions, really curious about the new Pokemon though. Seems like, uh, some really creative stuff can be done. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of the new Pokemon coming out with the new, uh, new moves like those Sinnoh starters. Uh, I'm not sure if they're going to see consistent play any of them really, but you know, they are going to help define the average of the meta. It's still worth knowing what they do, yeah. Yeah. I uh, and one Pokemon that we talked we didn't talk about much today was Sinistra. I think Sinistra is like up oh there with the new Pokemon. That Sinistra are really good. is amazing. If there's anything that the Teal Mask did was add a lot of good grass type Pokemon. Yes. Four different ogre ponds and a Sinistra. And they gave Grassy Glide to a Rillaboom. So they've really increased the amount of stock on grass type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Dropped my wallet says I'm enjoying exploring a new place with new and nostalgic mons. Also from a few weeks ago, I appreciated Mike and Kevin's live react to knowing Kevin would be in Toronto for a week. Quite wholesome. Aw, I don't remember. I don't remember that either. It's, <laughs> it's been a whole couple of weeks. And also that situation has changed. It's, it's been so long that I'm no longer staying there for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been so happy. I would have been so happy if you were here for a week. We would have gotten so much stuff done. Probably. Well, or not enough. Nothing done at all. Yeah, we would have gotten well, nothing done and then you would have left and we would have been very sad about the fact that we got nothing done. <laughs> Uh, Aiden says DLC was good. I ran into a shiny poltergeist first thing. Ooh. It was nice seeing my boy Empoleon get an ability update with shift tree. Uh, <laughs> the interesting two Pokemon to talk about, but I'm still going to make shift tree work. Don't get it twisted. I actually Shiftry's have seen it boy. do things. Do you yes. know what can explode? 
I know it can explode. I'm not going <laughs> to do that to my boy. But why do you think it can explode? What? Where in Pokemon lore says this grass? What is it? I don't even know what it is. Like a, it's a ninja. A, okay, why does the grass ninja explode? It's shifty. <laughs> you bet it is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Mr. Meeseeks, look at me. <laughs> they also say, I hope uh, they give more love to older mods. Looking forward to part two. I think that, yeah, that is what Teal Mask did a really good job of is, is hype you up for Indigo Desk, not just with the whole Kieran story arc. Uh, it did end on a cliffhanger. Too. It did a straight yeah. up to be continued. I said this uh, off of the pod, but it's worth saying again. Kieran is Wally. Yes. Kieran is just Wally. Mm-hmm. Like there's no ifs, ifs, ands, or buts. It's Kieran was this little meek boy uh, who had an apple in. He had an apple. That's his Ralts. It's an apple. Right now it's in curliest stage as a <laughs> diplin. That's a little diplin. When he... When he has his glow up in the Indigo disc, I will be there and I will be like, all right, let's see that Diplin evolution. There's nothing funnier than uh, Kieran coming out with like, okay, this is my chance to beat you, Kevin. Meanwhile, I'm here with like a Flutterman on the field. Then he's like, Yanma, go. I'm like, (laughs) oh, whoops. You chose Yanma as a Pokemon to use. Next. (laughs) Next. But he's going to come back out later. He's going to be like jacked. You know that uh, that one. Yeah. You know that grass gym leader in Milo. Milo. That's right. In Sword and Shield, whose head was like a youngster (laughs) Joey, but whose body was like, you know, youngster Joey deadlifts. (laughs) Uh, That's going to be Karen. He's going to pop out with Milo bod. Milo bod. We have a name for it. That's right. <laughs> Milo bod. Man, if only I could have Milo bod, I think I'd be happy. I, I think I'd be happy with my physical fitness journey. New Milotic form confirmed. Milo, Milo bod. bod. <laughs> uh, next to zero says, you know, a show is good when you don't play competitively, but want to listen each week. DLC is fun. I've been playing real slowly while walking on the treadmill. So this guy, this person is on the way to getting Milo bod. (laughs) All you need is the deadlift, you know? Absolutely. Uh, Mewtwo and Ultura, of course, says Game Freak said you thought Calyrex was OP. Hey, we have Ursaluna. Let's do it again. Can we talk about the biggest troll in Game Freak history currently? What is that? They gave all three pixies expanding force. (laughs) But they all have levitate. Yeah, they do. So they can't use expanding force. You know what you need to do? You know what you need to do? Just pair that up with a wheezing. Neutralizing gas the ability. Get them down on the ground. And have them expanding force. And then get that wheezing out of there. You also have to set the terrain, Michael. Oh, yeah. Okay. So... Red card, follow me. (laughs) Red card, follow me and Didi. Bring out the wheezing. And then expand force. (laughs) So because they're levitating, expanding force doesn't expand? No, it doesn't expand. That's nuts. Mm. I don't like that. 
And the thing is, like, their current, it's so rare. It's right currently, since it's not a TM, it's just them and Armor Rouge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are the ones. They're so afraid of this darn move, dude. They're like, we can't have this again. Uh, Michael Purdy says, love the story. Ogre Pun is so adorable. I laughed every time it did anything. Pheasantipity is such a letdown. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Pheasantipity is such a letdown. Really cool typing with very awkward stats. It would be perfect if it had victory dance. Ooh. 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 Why? Hold on. Because that could actually dance. have an attacking stat. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, attack, defense, and speed. Right. It's the quiver dance for physicals. Mm-hmm. So if I just look up Pheasantipity real quick. Its stats are very underwhelming. Its stats are very underwhelming. I don't understand Pokemon that have specifically a very high special defense stat. That's a very common thing, too. Yeah. Like, if they want to make a Pokemon strong but not break the game, they just put all of their, their stats in special defense. All the leftover stats, yeah. Throw it in special mm. D. Because when you get a Pokemon with high defense stat, at least you can use, like, a body brass. But mm. what do you do with a high special defense stat? You, you, I don't know. You wonder, Ruben. Assault vest. Oh. You give it more special defense <laughs> and have it never go down to any special attack ever unless it's weak to it, in which case it doesn't matter. I don't know. Other ones are better, but they're all kind of bad. Is what my experience has been so far. It's like, I can honestly say that although they have more stats than Ogre Pond, they're somehow worse. Uh, yeah. That's mostly because of Ivy Cudgel. <laughs> that move is a little dumb. I mean, they, they definitely gave that the move to make up for all the stats that it was missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, fun fact, did you know that all the masks add 20% to all to all the moves damages? What? What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All the masks add 20% damage increase to all moves. You're right. Yeah. If so, Ogrepon is holding a mask, it changes to that mask form and increases the power of its moves by 20%. So not even them. just Ivy Cudgel, not even just any of its signature stuff, every single attacking move mm-hmm. is 20% more damage. Nuts. <laughs> Does this mean Ogrepon won't be relevant? Yes. Nah, it's, it, yeah, it's something like that. Yes. <laughs> it's even more good. It's going to be Ogre Pond and five other Pokemon. Like, Pretty much. I, I can honestly, you're going to have to, because currently, like, what do you do to stop it? Right? You, like, you originally think, okay, it's a grass type. Let me hit it with a fire move. But all three of its forms resist the fire. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay, you can't just hit it with a fire move anymore. I will say it's defensive stats are a little underwhelming. Yeah. If you can hit it, you can do damage to it. Yeah. The problem is it'll hit you first most of the time. Yeah. You do need some variety of speed control. Uh, you, need, you do need some variety of maybe even prankster, uh, thunder wave, that kind of thing. Prankster, uh, tailwind in order to keep up with this thing before mm-hmm. it can just Ivy cudgel smack you in the face. Um, in I love the, how it has that hammer too. It's like a yeah. weapon Pokemon. It's very. It's got the Kaido hammer. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that a lot. 
and which makes sense. It's an it's an oni. Like it's mm-hmm. a yeah. Anyway, oni mountain was an actual thing that it lived on. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is a demon. This thing is a demon. <laughs> demon mountain. Anyway, uh, do <laughs> do we have anything else? Is that it? Is that Poke Sports? Poke Sports, the competitive ogre pond podcast. <laughs> we have accomplished. I like it. Ogre podcast. <laughs> Ogre podcast. Oh, Type that's going to be the name of the episode. Yep. That's <laughs> going to be the name of the episode. Yeah. Ogre podcast. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. All right, cool. Well, on that high note, we're going to quit while we're ahead. Uh, thank you so much for, for listening. If you want to go and check out some other stuff that we've been doing, uh, go and look at our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pokesports. Uh, we put out new videos about the teal mask right now and uh, regulation E every single day ahead of when regulation E is actually dropping. Uh, we want to get ahead of, of finding out what the meta is, exploring the new meta, uh, and we do so over there. Getting some rental codes for you guys to come grab it before the actual series comes out, too. Yes. Uh, we also have some new stuff coming up on the Patreon, so do keep an eye out for that. Uh, we'll have more information next week. Or if you're already a member of the Patreon, you should know what uh, what's what's coming up through our preach, which we have always been putting out uh, past couple of months. Uh, it's an extra little bit on top of the podcast, which is just Kevin and I catching up with each other, chatting about uh, stuff on the pokey sports side, stuff on the uh, on our life. Uh, I talk about a concert that I just went to, and that was that was a lot of fun. All right, with that. I've been Mike. That's Kevin. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Toots my boots. Toots my boots. You are an adult male. <laughs> <laughs>